0: G'day mate, Forty here, so out for a walk in Westwood at UCLA, doing a little pinecone nationalism here, and I've been listening to Leviathan by Thomas Hobbes, and I just shut it off at the sentence where he says, man is most dangerous when he is most at ease, because then he is most likely to want to share his wisdom. (laughs) I thought that's great. Man is most dangerous when he is most at ease, because that's when he's most likely to to want to share his wisdom. So a lot more mask use uh, I'm noticing in Westwood and by the more intelligent sort. So often you see a lot of mask use by by morons, but I'm seeing a lot of mask use by by Asians, the most intelligent sort. Pretty dramatic increase, probably like a 100% increase over the the past three weeks as uh, California seems set for a COVID surge. And you've seen one homeless person in Westwood. Uh, Westwood and UCLA are absolutely lush, so n- no signs of uh, water restriction. So we're, we're in the middle of like our, our worst, uh, worst drought ever in California, and we're, we're due for restricting water use to just once a week for lawns and outdoors. So you've you got to believe that a lot of gardens are going to take a really big hit but no signs of that yet in Westwood. So, Australia had an election on Saturday. It's mandatory to vote in in Australia. And I noticed news reports say Australia moved left, but not very dramatically. So it's not even clear that the Labour Party, the Eastern Left Party, is even going to have a majority. They'll probably have to rely on votes from independents and and Greens. So virtually all the independents, quote unquote, independents, being been elected to Parliament are of the left, except for Bob Catter. So Bob Catter is probably the most right-wing member of Parliament, he's from Queensland. And uh, the Liberal Party, which is the party of the centre-right in Australia, they got absolutely decimated in their traditional strongholds in the cities. So Josh Frydenberg, the treasurer of Australia, Jewish, he was, seemed to be on tap to be the next Prime Minister of Australia. He lost his seat in Melbourne like his seat, incredibly affluent area, you'd have a very difficult time finding any home there for less than five million dollars, and it looks like he got edged out by an independent. So, so the left did really well. Well, look at look at this cool uh, I deliver Made a drone there. So you got you got uh, a little robot there delivering to to Bruins. So Breidenberg the. Australian treasurer looks to have lost his seat, which is absolutely stunning because he would seem to be on track to be Australia's next prime minister. And lost out to the independents. So the so-called teal independents did really well in Australia. And they were very savvy. They only ran on three issues, climate change and essentially government, uh, meaning uh, National Integrity Commission, uh, Anti-Corruption Commission. Uh, so they, they kept their run just on those three issues, and they were able to unseat the ruling Liberal Party, which had held these seats forever, right? These are traditional Liberal strongholds, but pretty much all the moderate Liberals are gone. So so the Australian Liberal Party has lost pretty much all its its Liberals, and it's now become a real Conservative Party, and increasingly a party of the working class, and so the, the rich suburbs in Brisbane, in Sydney, and in Melbourne, switch from the centre-right Liberal Party to the independents, who really parties of the left, but were very savvy in how they presented themselves as just being all about climate change. So the Greens did really well. Uh, Labour is heading into power with just like 31% of the overall vote, right? So... I know we've had American presidents who've won with, with what, 43 percent. I think Clinton in the second term, he won with just 43 percent. Well, Australia's going to be governed by the Labour Party after they just got 31 percent of the vote. And Scott Morrison has resigned as the leader of the Conservative Coalition. So probably Peter Dutton, a former policeman from Queensland, looks like to be the, the next leader of the Australian Liberal Party. He. He's not someone with an excess of charisma. He's just kind of blunt. I don't know how he's going to appeal to independence. he probably steer the, the party in even a more conservative direction. So, so the Liberals... Was that drone I just showed law enforcement? Well, it was, there was a law enforcement officer that went before it, but the, the drone robot thing said it was there to bring food to Bruins. So I'm here at UCLA, so I'm not exactly sure. But uh, I increasingly hear about food being delivered by drones. So it's certainly the way, the way of the future. When I came to UCLA in 1988, there was so much construction going on. Like construction everywhere. And now I don't see any construction going on because all those buildings that they were working on in 1988, they're all here. It's just an absolutely magnificent campus, magnificent uh, hospital system. Now Westwood used to be the center of nightlife in Los Angeles until there was a gang shooting. Uh, A member of a gang shot an innocent UCLA student or innocent young woman uh, trying to retaliate against another gang and they were shooting it out. So that was 1987 and then overnight nightlife shifted away from Westwood. So when I came here things were still hopping a little bit at night. So my friends from Northern California like to just hang out in Westwood and watch all the, the Beamers and the Mercedes and the really flash cars drive by. Because in, in Northern California, the, the ethic is that you hide your wealth, but in Southern California, people tend to be much more relaxed about displaying their wealth. So Northern California and, Australian Cal- and Southern California are like two different countries, like com- completely different ethic. So. Labour Party, the centre-left party, looks like they're going to govern, and it's the first Australian Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, he's the 31st Australian Prime Minister, but the first one not to have an Anglo-Saxon or Celtic name. So all of the previous 30 Australian Prime Ministers all had Anglo-Saxon or Celtic names. So I've had Americans ask me, why is it that all Australians have names like Smith or Brown or like real Anglo-Saxon names? So Australia is still profoundly influenced by its Anglo-Saxon heritage. It's even more concentrated in Australia than it is in America. Almost all its institutions come from the Anglo-Saxons. And Australia has a parliamentary political system, so virtually nobody in the world has followed the American presidential model, except for perhaps France, that's the one exception, but everyone else follows a parliamentary model. And one advantage of the parliamentary model is that a government can be overthrown. So in the presidential model, supposedly a president should rule for four years. But after Watergate, we now have impeachment is used to get rid of a president, which is kind of reminiscent of how parliamentary democracies work, where there can be a vote of no confidence in the government, or there can be what's called a spill in Australian politics, where you've got, say, a party in power, such as the Liberal Party under Malcolm, Malcolm Turnbull in 2015, 2016, it wasn't very effective, and so there there was a leadership spill, he survived the first one, and then a few months later there was another one, and he was deposed, Scott Morrison was installed as the leader of the Liberal Party, and also as Prime Minister of the country. So that's what you can do in a parliament. You You can get a new leader of the party, you can get a new Prime Minister without an election, or you can have a vote of no confidence uh in the in the government to force an election. And also governments can choose elections within a certain time period. So in Australia you have to have one at least every three and a half years. I think in the British parliamentary system you have to have an election every every five years. But governments will choose choose to call an election when they feel like they're best situated. So the current uh the current Australian government prior to this election, the the Conservative Coalition, they basically waited at the last moment to call an election because they've been running behind in the polls for about nine months and no one who's ever been as behind, as consistently behind as the Conservative Coalition has been this year in Australia has ever come back and actually